and then you say something about the Bible and they say something like, well, my truth is that we're not really sure about the Bible and it could have been changed uh, by people through the years or, you know, that was good. That was a good book 2,000 years ago, but today uh, it's not really applicable to me. Uh, How do you answer something like that? I'm glad you asked that. Hello, everybody. Let's talk about it tomorrow. We're glad to be here today. I'm Pastor Dan Boone, and I'm ready to do that. We have a very special guest today with us who's just full of good stuff. Yes, that's right. All the way from the the country of Texas. It's the Republic of Texas. Republic of Texas. Okay, there there we go. Uh, I would like to introduce to all of you Pastor John George. John, good to have you with us today. Thank you, Pastor Dan. It's good to be here. Glad you are here. Thank you. What's going on in Texas? Wonderful things, wonderful things. I'm not there much anymore. I travel full time, but it's exciting to see what has happening in the kingdom of God in the last days and as we approach the end times uh, at warp speed to see what's taking place. And uh, Jesus said it very clearly, upon this rock will I build my church. The gates of hell shall not be a, prevail against it. So that, that tells me that uh, the safe place in the last days is the church. Yeah, hey, that's that's great advice. That's that's for sure. You know, if uh, this if you're new to this podcast, we want to talk about things that are relevant to today. And I'll give you a little bit of information right up front. We do look through the eyes of the Bible, not through the eyes uh, eyes of circumstances. I like to tell everybody, hey, let's carry our our uh, weather around with us in, inside of us. Uh, rather than to be moved by all the things that we see going on in the world today. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you, John, take advantage of this, please, but you're all over the place. Uh, you told me you were in 70 churches last year, so you, you travel the country from sea to shining sea. I know that. You, New York to California, you mentioned that a little bit earlier when we were talking, too. But let me ask you this. Uh, what do you see as the major issue with the church overall, nobody specifically, but this, the church overall in America today as it comes to relating to the general public. Can you kind of address that for us? Well, there's been a big push the last really 20 years uh, for the church to become relevant. And uh, the problem with that is everybody has a different definition of what relevant is versus the Word of God. You know, if... if uh, oftentimes people think, well, let's, let's, uh, let's don't do the Bible. Let's don't do the Holy Spirit. Let's don't do anything that's controversial uh, and will become relevant to society. The problem is uh, that's just not true. Uh, the Bible's relevant. Jesus is still relevant. The Word of God is relevant. Uh, uh, they didn't get the memo that they became irrelevant. Uh, they're 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 relevant, and uh, it's important that that we see that everything in the Word of God is is accurate. It's timely, even for today. Uh, it everything we see today is predicted in the Word of God. So I'm not af- not afraid to 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 be a part of what the Word says and what the Holy Spirit leads us to do, because it's Bible and it's and it is relevant. Amen. That's well put, of course. I really appreciate you saying it that way. You know, here's the the thing that I have people talk to me about quite a bit, just in people in the church. You know, how do we share what we know 
to people that are of a different mindset than what we have, people that may believe that it's okay to live certain lifestyles or to do certain things, or why should I... Uh, why should I even look at the Bible after all? You know, it's just a book that was written a long time ago, and why should I try to apply it to to what I do today? And I know that's a whole group of questions are all in one, but uh, maybe there's something there that kind of stirs you a little bit if you could share with us. Well, I, I look at that in, in two arenas primarily. Number one, people who we have relationship with. Number two, people we don't have relationship with. They both need the truth, but... I'm not going to have much time. I don't have much relationship with a person, or I just meet them in passing, or my situation, I meet them traveling. Um, but bottom line is this: J Jesus told us that uh, love is the greatest commandment. That all the commandments of the Ten Commandments, the early commandments, are encapsulated in one commandment: Love the Lord th thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love thy neighbor as thyself. If we love other people, I see it this way. If I'm interested in their interests, they'll be interested in mine. In other words, if I sow into that relationship by being interested in their interest, therefore, they're going to be interested in mine. That, that worked with my children. You know, I, my daughter's older. My son was five years younger, almost five years younger. So I start out with a little girl. I never had a sister. I don't know little girls. I don't know sisters. Uh, so what do I do? Uh, my mom uh, tried to raise us, but was not around a lot. Um, all, it had all kinds of addictions and problems. So I've never been around women that much. I've never been around little girls that much. But the Lord just impressed upon me. You love her enough to be interested in what she's interested in. Hey, that's great. And so she became interested in what I was interested in. Yeah, yeah. You, in other words, you're saying that that's basically um, something that we should look at all people uh, with that that in mind, that if we uh, show them that we are really and truly heartfelt interested in them and in maybe their future or what they're up against today or, or just whatever, then they uh, will kind of give us an ear to be able to share with them more effectively. And, it, and it's easy math. You, you just say, you, you, you just ask them questions. You know, who are you? Where are you from? The, you know, if, they're, if they're a stranger, uh, what's going on in your life? Uh, and then you show them that you care. You listen. That, that's how you know. That's how they know, I should say. And then, and then uh, especially if I have... Uh, if, if it's on an airplane or if it's in an airport or whatever or a hotel that I'm in or a, 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 a place that's unfamiliar to me, I'll just ask them, is there something, is there something I can pray with you about? Yes, good one. And yeah. I've never been turned down. Yeah. Not one time. Yeah. I'm talking thousands of examples. I've never, never been rejected when I ask that question, but only after I show that I care and I, I, want, I want to know. And I'm, I'm talking celebrities, athletes, you know, musicians, entertainers, or just normal, normal public. They never reject that. In other words, you're saying that people are people. <laughs> Doesn't make any difference what what uh, they are, what they age you, and is. have the same needs. And, and you know, this, that's something real important right now. It just hit me. The age. 
you know, some people say, well, we've got to be able to do this with that age group or this with that age group. Uh, I think you're talking about something that transcends all age groups. But let's come back down a little bit to somebody that may be like 22, 23, 24, 25, somewhere along there, and just say that they may be a college graduate or something, and they've talked to a lot of people about a lot of things. They've got a lot of theory that uh, they've picked up on. And then you say something about the Bible, and they say something like, well, my truth is that we're not really sure about the Bible, and it could have been changed uh, by people through the years. Or, you know, that was good. That was a good book. 2,000 years ago, but today uh, it's not really applicable to me. Uh, how do you answer something like that? I'm glad you asked that. Hey, let's take a break from that conversation right now. I'd like for you to be able to have an opportunity to learn more about John George and John George Ministries, so we're going to give him an opportunity to share that with you. John? Thank you, Pastor. We uh, love people because we love God, and he said to love people. So if we can help you in any way, you can find more about us at transformingword.com or johngeorgeministries.com. And uh, we've been traveling uh, around the nation and the world for 32 countries. We've been all over the United States and uh, many, many countries. We've been in all kinds of formats and situations. We've served in a local church many, many years, and uh, we'd love to be of any help. And there's some resources there on our website that can help you and contact information. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor Dan. Thank you, Pastor John. And uh, let's get back now to uh, let's talk about it tomorrow. Because that's that's common. Um, the culture today is anti-Bible for the most part. The culture today is very resistant to traditions like that. And one of the reasons is because of religion instead of relationship with Christ. Mm. People... Man has got has developed an effort to get to God, but God actually developed an effort to get to man. His, his name is Jesus. So I I look at that question, and that's a great question, and I don't mind that question from people. But how do you know the Bible's true? How do you know the Bible's accurate? Well, let's look at this. Jesus, most people, including other religions, believe that there was a Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then there's historical fact. Eyewitness accounts. He's in all kinds of history books, not just the Bible. Number two, Israel. The Bible talks about Israel yes. and the repatriation of Israel or the regathering that God said he would do. He would regather his people to Israel. That took place. All the prophecies about the last days. Yes, are in the Bible, and they're all coming to pass. They're all coming to truth. Those are just three examples, but the Bible itself is revealing that these things would take place and that there would be a Bible and that there would be a Word of God and it would last forever. He said, Jesus said it this way in Matthew 12. He said, heaven and earth will pass away. In other words, everything that we see, everything that we're accustomed to is temporary, but my words will never pass away. That's awesome. You know, I like to add one to that, and that's the fact that Jesus foretold of his death, burial, and resurrection, and then all of that happened. I mean, that is phenomenal when you think about that. You know, and, and just like you, uh, you, you mentioned, the fact is 
by so many sources that Jesus did walk on this earth, that he did do miracles, that he did die on the cross, that he was raised from the dead. And that is by many secular sources mm -hmm. rather than just us mm -hmm. uh, reading the Bible or something. Plus, my gosh, you know, the... Uh, The, the name escapes me all of a sudden. A book I just read about a month ago. Um, it, it's so, so good on talking about all the proof that there is today that Jesus lived like you go to all the universities or all the 500-year-old uh, churches, you know, that, that have something that's presented to him or about him or for him, uh, something that, uh, a painting that's painted of him. Uh, that was done five or six hundred years ago or three hundred years ago are the inscriptions upon all the uh, different historical places of government and, and the, the courts. J. Warner Wallace wrote the book, uh, A Person of Interest. Great okay. read, by the okay. way. I'm going to plug him just right off the bat because such a great book, and it'll really show so many aspects of uh, what, uh, how we can prove the Bible today, or even better, how we can prove that Jesus lived and was what he said he, who he said he was, and he did what he said he did mm -hmm. without any, any, any sources uh, such as the Bible or other Christian literature, just mm -hmm. the things beyond that. Mm -hmm. That is incredible that all of these things are in existence now. He was a... Uh, uh, a uh, an investigator that did uh, cold cases. And that was his whole deal, cold case murders. <laughs> and he uses that kind of technology to prove yeah. Jesus without ever taking you to a single scripture. Wonderful. Absolutely. Well, the scripture does say that when Jesus was resurrected, he came back to life, God brought him back to life, that... Um, over 500 people witnessed that. Over 500 people, eyewitness accounts of seeing him alive. But here's another issue that answers the, the original question about the Bible. Is, is, is it true? Is it relevant? Is it current? Um, things that are irrelevant become very quickly out of the public eye. Yes, that's, boy, that's good. Yeah. The name of Jesus is blasphemed all around the world. His name is taken in vain. Nobody says, oh, Buddha. Oh, Hare Krishna. Because those are irrelevant. They're powerless. The name of Jesus is filled with power. And he said, I'm giving you my name and giving you authority to use my name in prayer. You pray to the Father in my name that he'll give you things and that you use my name in spiritual authority. Well, if there was no authority, there would be no abuse of that name. There would be no threatening. There, what would be the purpose of using that name in vain if that name had no authority? Wow. But that's a... Uh... That's that's a home run out of the park. I know that. I mean, really thinking about that, and that brings so much together for us to be able to realize there's something special, very special about the name of Jesus, and you just pointed it out. Hey, John, great to have you with us today. I'm so glad that you came all the way up from Texas 
to be with us here in Oklahoma and around the world. Uh, we so appreciate the time taken out. And uh, I'm going to ask you to come back with us in a couple of weeks and uh, talk to us a little bit more about some of the things that you, the wisdom you share and maybe some things that may happen to you on the road or whatever else. So uh, I, I praise God for you. Thank you so very much. And uh, again, this is uh, Pastor Dan Boone with... Uh, this talk about it tomorrow. We want to talk about the things you want to talk about. Be sure, like us, uh, subscribe to us, make comments on it, drop a question there, call us at the phone number that's on the screen and uh, leave a message. We'll jump back with you. Whatever we can do to help you in your quest for truth, we're here to do that for you. So I'll say goodbye to next time and you have a great, awesome journey in your life searching for what you need to know and need to find out and find out who his name is. See you later. Bye-bye.